Lots more talk of starting in this episode of the Miss Adventurous podcast because it is starting month. We're starting a brand new decade and I am making your life a little bit easier by talking to lots of people and a lot about how to get started. And a lot of people have asked me lately, like, how do you go about your daily routine? How do you fit all these things that you do in your day? And I tell you why. And I'll tell you how. It is because I am a morning person and I am sharing with you just how to become one. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. Okay, so the fact that I, I'm calling myself a morning person is hotly contended between my partner and I because apparently I am a cranky bitch in the morning and I don't think I am. I think I'm quite direct and I just don't have time for any little grey area stuff. I don't have time for mass discussion. I've got a limited amount of time to get all the things that I want done in you know the time that I wake up to the time that I have to go to work or I have to go to my first appointment. So for me, I like to be really productive in the morning and I really don't have time for long discussions and maybe that's not seen as a very good thing. But this is my understanding of how I am a highly functioning person and how my highly functioning morning begins. So I'm just going to start by telling you what my morning ritual is because becoming a morning person is just having a morning routine and sticking to it every single morning that's all it is like it's super duper simple you might be thinking like hang on a second really is she like no like there's got to be something else no it is super easy it's just the fact that you've got to do it every single day that's the hard part right because there will be days when you've gone to bed really late you've gotten drunk or you've you know you just wake up and you feel like crap and you don't want to do that morning routine but if you are committed to being a morning person and getting more out of your day because they do say the early bird gets the worm and you definitely get a whole lot more done you've got a much better outlook on life when you have gotten up and achieved like four different things all before 10 o'clock like that feels really good I feel really good when I know that I've achieved a whole bunch of different things like having breakfast doing a workout uh, brushing my hair meditating having a shower that's five things all before 10 o'clock and for someone who wakes up maybe seven maybe eight o'clock and then you know Ain't nothing wrong. If you want to wake up at seven and not have a morning routine and not be a morning person, that's totally fine. Good on you. Maybe this episode isn't for you because I'm talking about how to be a morning person. Go back and skip back to like one of the other episodes that I released last year because there's a whole lot of awesome wisdom in those. But if you want to be a morning person, you need to recognize that it is a daily commitment and that's it. And if you want to keep this as a commitment, I would say... First thing you need to do is set one alarm. Don't have multiple alarms because this is this is the start, right? This is from when you click or wake up, right? And if you have like two, three, five alarms going off, you are already giving into the day. You are already letting that alarm wake you up so that you can go back into bed. For me, the way I work is I set an alarm for the absolute latest time that I can get out of bed. And usually that's six o'clock. 
if I got nothing else to do in the morning and I want to chill, maybe it'll be later. But for me to do my full morning routine, I get up as soon as my alarm goes off. Number one, because I know that there isn't one that's going to wake me up later. So I need to get the hell up. Otherwise, I'm going to be terribly late if I go back to sleep because there's no other alarm. And hey, let's face it, I've done it. I've gotten up, turned the alarm off and gotten back into bed and gone, "Uh uh-uh, not today, Satan. And woken up with five minutes before I needed to be at work. And that is not very fun. But I learned the lesson. I learned it the hard way that maybe I should get up and actually stay up. Not maybe, definitely. I should get up and I should stay up when my alarm goes off. And I promise you, it becomes a lot easier the more that you do it. First couple of days, probably even the first week, you're going to hate that alarm. And you're going to find that you will sleep through it. That is definitely a thing. But if you're committed to becoming a morning person and getting more out of your day, this is my method. And it's a very effective method of doing it. So step one, Set your alarm for the absolute latest time that you can get up. So I'm talking that if you, say, have a snoozer thing going on and your first alarm goes off at 6, but your last alarm goes off at 6.30, well, 6.30 is usually the the time you roll out of bed. You know, you've hit snooze a couple times, but you're like, oh, 6.30, it's about time. Well, 6.30 is the absolute latest time that you can get out of bed. So set your alarm for 6.30 and get the crap out of bed when it goes off. Step two, and what I really like to do, and I think it's really important for me and like my my gut health and everything like that, and it kind of wakes me up, is I, you know, do the do the loo run, but I also make myself some hot lemon water. I think a hot warm beverage, whatever it is, probably not coffee, but you know, each to their own. For me it's hot water with lemon squeezed into it. It's incredible for breath. Like you don't have to brush your teeth, especially if you're going to do step three, which is go and exercise and possibly possibly be around other people. But it's also really good for your stomach to get the organisms and the biome there waking up in a way that doesn't extremely make you need food straight away. But it also it's, it's almost like a gentle alarm clock for your stomach because as much as you need a swift one single alarm clock for your you and your brain – your stomach needs a different one. Well, that's what I've found. So my stomach needs a different one. Yours might be very similar. This is completely up to you, but this is just me telling you my morning ritual. So it's the wake up, it's the lemon water, and then it is moving. Whether it's going up and walking up a mountain or walking 4,000 steps away and then turning around, or it's getting up and going to the gym and doing a workout. For me, I always feel better after I've gotten out of the house in the morning and it may be hard to do in the coming winter months but right now in New Zealand and in the southern hemisphere it is a beautiful summery time and it is gorgeous my favorite time to go walking is in the morning because the world is just waking up the sun isn't as harsh but it's beautiful the birds are cheering Honestly, one of my favorite things in the entire world is to go for a walk up a mountain or in nature. You know, if you wanted to gift me something, gift me a walk because that would honestly give me so, so much. So if you find something that you can do, which is, you know, exercise or movement based, could be going for a bike ride, could be going for a skate, could be going for a cartwheel, could be going skipping or could be going to the gym, whatever it is, if you move in the morning, that's two, three things already 
ticked off your list. And obviously, once you're finished doing that, and I'm talking, you know, a good 45 minutes to an hour's worth of it, not just like a 10 minute walk down to the shop to get a packet of cigarettes. I'm talking like a good full on walk where, you know, you've had to actually spend a little bit more time. And it could be a slow, easy walking pace with a friend. It could be a walk along the beach. It could be a cartwheel. It could be skipping for 20 minutes or half an hour, whatever it is. So long as you're moving your body and, you know, you've got your heart rate up a little bit at the minimum, a little bit at the maximum. Well, you know, there is no maximum if you want to go and do like an intense, heavy, high intensity workout session at F45 or Orange Theory, go for it. I've just learned that my body likes an easy, slow wake up. And so the walk is really good for me. Then on to the next thing, which is pretty self-explanatory. You've gone and you've got hot and sweaty. So you go and have a shower. Get yourself ready for the day. Like by this time, it's usually around 7, 30, 8 o'clock. And I've really got to start, you know, putting things into gear about setting myself up for the day ahead. But... In all of this, I do not check social media. I don't check emails. I look at notifications to see if there's anything really important that needs addressing. But if there isn't, and usually there isn't, I will not open Facebook or Instagram. I will not scroll Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or email or TikTok or Pinterest and everything else like that. I try and stay social media free till at least 10 o'clock. I like my mornings and my life and especially the mentality that I have in the way that I've woken up. I set it in a beautiful way by going for a walk and having a beautiful lemon tea and putting myself in this really nice headspace. I don't want other people's agendas and their lives crowding that headspace. And for me, that's really important because it helps me start the day in a really nice way. And that might actually have something to do with the fact that why I don't really like having long, intense discussions with other people in the morning. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe I'm a little bit highly wound about that. Maybe I could have a few more conversations about things in the morning. But that's just the way I operate with my own morning routine. So once I've done the shower and I've sort of gotten ready for the day, I make sure I meditate. I do my spiritual practice, which is meditating for at least 10 minutes and writing in my journal. And, you know, journaling is so cool and awesome. And I used to think it was the lamest thing ever when I was in my teens. I was like, why would you even write stuff about your day? And now I look back at all the journals that I kept and I go, holy crap, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, it's crazy how your brain and and, and how your priorities and the things that you thought were really cool and you had high value in your life, just like, you know, this scale just tips in in a complete other way in another way that I'd never thought of but for me journaling is so powerful you know I like to manifest in the morning I set intentions for the day and these intentions are usually done by the end of the day because for me an intention is something that gets done it's not a oh I hope to do it for me I do it that's an intention because when I make intentions for things it means I'm number one writing it down and that's one step down that path of actually doing it and it's also a cheeky little list for me to go back to later when I've got a free minute oh that's right I was gonna go join the gym today bang went and did it cool if I hadn't written it down I wouldn't have thought to do it so for me that intention setting in the morning is really powerful not only is it giving me a list of things to do for the day 
but it's also helping me feel accomplished and check in with the way that I'm feeling because I say today's going to be a great day filled with light and love and laughter and lots of awesome smiles with some people that I really love and what does it end up being a really awesome day with lots of smiles and laughter with people that I really love like it's it's the thing that you literally have so much control in your life and if you just take that and you go I choose to be this good today I choose to feel awesome I choose to do these things because they make me feel really good then boom you're laughing you have a great day ahead of you So that's another step. And then I go and eat breakfast, right? So like, but from the time that I wake up to the time that I eat breakfast is probably about three hours, but I feel real good because I've done so much. I've put myself in a really awesome headspace and then I go downstairs and make pancakes or have some gluten-free toast with peanut butter. Like I love breakfast. It's one of my, it's, yeah, it's my favorite meal of the day because technically you can eat whatever you want and you go and burn that off the whole day. You can have cake for breakfast. I constantly have cake for, well, not constantly. I, I would if I could, but also don't need that much cake. I would have cake for breakfast all the time if I felt like I needed it and I wanted it. But a lot of the time I want eggs and a lot of the time I want toast. But I just love eating when I'm in a really good headspace because it gives me the opportunity to enjoy it. And what are we doing here and now, but on our own quest and our own journey to enjoy our lives. That's what I'm on a journey for, to live out my purpose, but to number one, enjoy, live, laugh, smile, and love. So that is my morning routine. And if that gave you any insight in how I became a morning person, because I started doing these things not all at once as well, by the way, I just started doing one. Like I started meditating in the morning back in 2013, I think I was living in London and I was super, super down. But I thought, you know what, once I get out of the shower, I'm going to start meditating, even if it's only for 10 minutes, I'm just going to sit and I'm going to chill and not think about anything for a while and just see how that goes. And I've done it pretty solidly ever since then. And it's really, really helped me. But I wasn't someone who went for a walk every morning. I wasn't someone who ate breakfast every morning. It was never this thing, but it's just something that's built up on top of the practice that I already have in the morning that has become my morning routine. So for you, if you're planning on starting a morning ritual and becoming a morning person, you definitely need to get the alarm clock thing sorted. No more snoozing, okay? No more snoozing. And just try and add one more thing to your morning routine, whether it's exercise, whether it's meditating, whether it's having a really nice conversation and telling someone that you love them. That's not part of my morning routine, even though it should be. But whatever it is, it's a case of you waking up and you doing it every single morning, especially when you don't want to. Because when you get to work and you felt good, you've done little things that make you feel alive and good. I guarantee it's going to be a lot easier to deal with all the crap that work sends your way because you've come from a really awesome start. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Mm